What up, cool cats, cool kittens, fellow rock stars, aspiring people of greatness, anyone, really, scumbags, anyone listening. <laughs> uh, this episode, we're on a couch, and you'll you'll learn why that's really important. Uh, we also have my bandmate, my roommate, my lover, and my ex-co-host, Rob Davidson, um, on the pod talking about why this couch is so important and just firing it up like old times. If you want a good old podcast like we've been doing for the last three, four years, a lot of history, a lot of heritage, you know, between us. And uh, that's what this one's about. Talk, uh, talk about getting scammed. Talk about getting shit on in our music careers talk about our current living situation, how I'm becoming uh, a side hustle grind bro, and everything in between. So, hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get into it. I'm almost famous. Chill out mom, I'm doing it my own way. I'm almost famous. I'm free of that, I'll make my money someday. What up, Almost Famous? Another day, another epi, and we're sitting on a couch. And that might not mean anything to a lot of you, but it means a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me and my not co-host, Rob, over here. So- Sup? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I don't even know how to say it. We used to run the Too Many Jams podcast, Rob and I, but we're in a band together. And in COVID, we decided to that I was going to run the pod as a me thing because Rob just wasn't feeling it anymore. And I'm not a quitter, right? Nope. Um, and Rob is, so he quit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Rob... Rob just did like wasn't feeling into it, and I don't blame him. Like the pot, like I'll tell you what, running a podcast right now, not enjoyable. <laughs> like if you weren't passionate about it, like I'm legitimately passionate about podcasts, or like just like You're a, passionate about talking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like a video journal. Yeah, I get to I get to like get I need to get it out. Yeah, it's true. It's it. Yeah, you're one of those people. You need to exhaust that that energy, and that comes in the form of chatting. Just you know, there's a lot going on in this nog. <laughs> but uh, me, yeah, me personally, I'm I'm more of like a journal guy. You know, I'll, this is my journal though. I'll, I'll I'll write a couple things down. You know, pen and paper, the old fashioned way. Yeah, well, I had to I had to think long and hard because I loved the podcast for guests i loved it for the social i loved for sure I, and i really enjoyed having you on it like i've i've been enjoying it less without you yeah but m- i i keep it going because i enjoy it more than than not doing than it. not doing it and also people that listen still are telling me that they like it so i i have i haven't fucking sunk it into the ground yet mm-hmm. but um 
Where was I going with this? Yeah, Rob was just like, I'm not feeling it. It's not really fun for me right now. It's bringing me down. Like, And I was like pressuring him to like do more work on it and shit. And he was like, I just would rather put my time elsewhere. And he's been doing that, which has been working. And I've been enjoying the podcast uh, work more, knowing that this is my thing. You know, like I don't need to like, there's no comparative, like what work are you doing? What work am I doing? It's just a better way to kind of do it. Just like do what you kind of want to do with the band and Rob's been doing some shit, but we'll get into that because we're sitting on a couch. Quite nice, quite nice couch. If I had actually, and it looks, looks quite good in the frame actually. I can't really see that far. It's quite blurry for me. Um, I the, am wearing the, the red. The red has some nice contrast to the the black. They black are, sheets uh, in behind. Yeah, you know what? We got to do something about if you're looking at the camera. It's a nice couch. It is a nice couch because I'll tell you why it's nice because it's not ours. Mm. Um, but it's ours now for now. <laughs> 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 like uh, if you're looking at the camera, we have this black soundproofing backdrop, but it stops here because there's like a slant in the ceiling. So we have to get like foam. And we're going to put up like decorations and like an end table there so it doesn't just look so like contrasty. But um, yeah, this couch, okay, we're sitting in our studio. It's uh, the music studio, the podcast studio, um, but also my gaming station, but also where I work, where I do everything because it's my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And the whole vision with this joint, with this bedroom, was that turn it into a home studio. It's, it's the whole reason I wanted this this house is to make the space where we could have the podcast. And I've been talking to people like, oh, the second I build this home studio, I'm going to have all these guests back on the podcast. Because, you know, as much as COVID's a thing, um, I want to open up the bubble slightly to close friends that I've been wanting to have on the pod. And if I do it in my room, I can kind of keep it somewhat, you know, away from the roomies, open to my own shit. But... um, I also just like told everyone I was building a studio. So I didn't want to have them over to like to my living room. Mm-hmm. More importantly than COVID or your guys' health and safety. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm building a studio. And when it's done, I'll have you over on the pod. And then the couch was like the the linchpin in the whole studio setup. I thought that was going to be a an instant thing. Yeah. I mean, took a bit of time. The, uh, I mean the podcast setup as well with the with the video aspect uh, of it. It's not it's not exactly just uh, kind of pick it up and put it anywhere. There's there's a bit of gear involved with the lights and camera and stuff. And, and you that, need that a computer adds, and an interface. Yeah, and yeah. Th- there's there's a couple things that you need. So it's it's not so easy as just sitting down anywhere within the house and making and, it happen. And like. I wanted to have people, as I said, in the studio. Like I wanted to be like, yo, rock up, come into this cool place that we've been building for three months. And like the couch was ready when we were moving in. Well, like it was, it's a loner couch. So one of our buddies was like, I'm getting a new couch. Um, You can take this really nice couch and just have it for as long as you want. Cause we'd just be putting it into storage. But like, I think it's a nice couch. So they didn't, they, we were neither buying it from them or, they didn't want to sell it either. Um, but he was supposed to be getting a couch from his uncle and that couch has been taking forever, which has been delay- secondhand delaying our couch. And like, 
I got to a point where I was like, dude, I'll just buy a couch. I don't, we didn't need a fancy super. We just wanted to throw a couch in here. But he's like, no. And I was like, fuck up his plans because he was like, he doesn't have storage for this couch. So he's like, no, you got to take this couch. And so we like we were caught in this like couch limbo. Mm-hmm. So finally, I'm like, dude, it's been three months. It's been a quarter of the goddamn year. Like I gotta get this studio set up. I can't. I can't wait any longer. And he's like, I'll get the couch to you this week. Don't get a couch. So I was like, all right. So he got the couch to us. This was last week, and it is a unit. Absolute unit. Me and Trav got it, you know, up to the first floor. It's a four-story house, by the way. And then it sat in the first floor until, for, you know, for a is week. Is this a four-story house? Uh, it's a Main level, one, second, two, three, third, four. fourth. Yeah, we're on the fourth floor. Yeah, but, I mean, there's, there's kind of... It's it's kind of subjective. You know, the the we floor have to go up thing. four flights of stairs. The yeah. main floor is a garage. Yeah, right. Because because in normal houses, if you have a basement, that doesn't count as a floor, right? Right. Because you don't have to go up those stairs, though. Yeah. It's not like you go down the basement yeah. to go up the next three. Yeah. You walk in the door and you go up but, three. Yeah, but also it's like is <laughs> is like where we walk in really a floor? There, there's like a walkway in the walk garage. Up a of we gotta walk up. Yeah. Okay. It's up four flights of it's, stairs. It's subjective. Gray area. It's very black and white. There's four stories. <laughs> <laughs> Our main floor is a garage. The entire floor. Yeah. The second floor is our kitchen living room. Third floor is bedrooms. Fourth floor is bedroom. Um, and uh, so we, Robbie Robbie and I just tried to two-man it um, last week when we got the couch. And like I was, this whole pod that we're doing right now, I was going to do last week. It was going to be the big couch reveal. Oh, really? The saga of the couch was over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, we went to move the couch, Robbie and I, First of all, we had to, it was in the garage and it does not fit through like the interior garage door. So we had to walk it around the entire complex mm. and bring it in through the Forgot front door. That. Yeah. By then our forearms are ripped. This thing's a unit. And that was like, that was like maybe a 400 meter walk. And uh, we have to take it up a flight of stairs and there's weird angles for a couch this long. Mm-hmm. It's not modular at all. It's quite heavy. It's quite heavy. And it's full size. So we uh, we end up, I'd say we roughed up the walls a little bit. You know, a couple dingleberries. A couple, <laughs> <laughs> couple dents. Yeah. A couple dents in the walls. And uh, we thought, you know what? I don't think it's going to make it all the way up. Like, especially not with just two guys. And I was worried, because especially up in getting to my room, there's like this sharp turn. Yeah. Dude. I was surprised we did that. So. Like. How are we getting this out? Yeah, man. And it was like, we waited three months just to get a couch that wasn't fit. I was rattled. Rattled. Yeah. Like, it ruined my week. I didn't do the podcast last week. I actually didn't do the podcast. And um, so Kevin uh, Kevin wasn't here for like the week. Where was Kevin? Or, or the weekend? Uh, it was the weekend we got it. Kevin wasn't here because he was on yeah. a camping trip. Or yeah. no, caught a trip. Yeah. So our third roommate wasn't here. He gets back during the week, but we're uh, we're working, and we needed some like screwdriver bits that we didn't have to take it apart the legs. So we're like, we'll do it next weekend. But then Rob went away on the weekend, so we had to do it today. And the three boys, we got the legs off, and we just absolutely manhandled this piece up four flights, three flights, because we already got it to the the second level, and the. 
wall is shredded. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it yeah, just it yeah it it looked. Well, I mean, okay, so the couch is red. It looked like we had you know, a four, a, yeah, a four four year old toddler that ran around the house with a red crayon and just kind of doodled up the walls as he walked up the stairs. And, but and even though the whole couch is covered in fabric, we didn't realize that. I guess it's got hard points on yeah. like two or on the bottom corners. It's catching a bit. So we put a couple. We put about a uh an affordable couch worth like dollar value worth of damage into the drywall, which we will have to replace. Um, but we got a free couch, <laughs> which is much nicer. And anyway, it's in the room. We high five. I've been buzzing all day and we're sitting here on this couch and the couch saga is over. Now the rest, of the, like this was like the lynch, this was the bottleneck. Now that this is sorted, we're going to hang up decorations, uh, acoustic foam, all this to cover this area we get a little end table with storage for all our wires poster behind us uh with the logo um and we can do that within a week like this was the linchpin because everything else we we're like i can get that anytime like let's just get the couch get the couch and then we'll see how it fits and then we'll like orient the room now we have the couch we may move it we may do whatever but i'm liking it right here we get the rest and then we get the guests let's fucking go um, idea. Yeah. Why? Why don't they build houses with dimensions that are more suitable to you know moving in, huh? Moving out. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, you, know, you know, like what? I mean, I guess they did a decent job with this. This was the only thing I moved in that I had a hard time with. Yeah, it's it's not terrible here, but like I was just thinking, you know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna build some sort of uh place that you know is going to be rented or you know that there's going to be lots of tenants in and out like i don't know i guess it's not in their mean? their own interests but it would be cool for you know for some building company to be like oh we're the people that like we make it easy for you to move in you know check out like we've made wider doors or we've made adjust i i don't know what they would adjust in particular but like it would be cool to advertise yourself as an easy spot to move your shit into. You know? I do. I, I think about it. I just think they've, they've doors are a standard size. They made the stairs a little wider. Yeah. What other angle could they cut like to get the stairs up here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But remember the other units in this complex we saw? Yeah. They had the furnace room in, in the bedroom. Yeah, that's right. They're also idiots. <laughs> so it was so weird. Like, th- th- there's other, there's other, just other issues. Like this unit, yeah. otherwise, has been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we got the couch in here, and I just feel like a new man. I feel like the world is my oyster. I got a little pep in my step, and uh, it's nice to have you on, Rob. Because I, honestly, doing it alone. Yeah. I don't like. Comfort pusher. It's a comfort pusher, which I do like that aspect of it. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I like chatting. I like having a co-host. Yeah, sure. I like having. Yeah, it's definitely easier with a bit of a, you know, which would be sick if it, if it wasn't a worldwide dynamic. Pandemic. Yeah, and I could have guests on all the time. And um, but anyway, that's that's what um, that's what the plan is. So I have a backlog of guests, and it's just 
we'll you and I will sort out the rest of the uh, the accoutrement. We'll we'll hang all the decorations that we have and buy the final Amazon pieces. Yeah, yep. And uh, we're do that. We'll get that sorted. Mm-hmm. And what what else are I going to talk about? Yo, here's something. What? My girlfriend sheds like no other. I I literally I'm pulling pulling hair out of everything these days. Really long hairs, like yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Had, well, man, sorry, as as a touch, I was gonna say, have you ever had long hair? But yeah, you had, you've had long hair. <laughs> um, is that the same same happening to you when you had long hair, dude? Even at this, yeah, like, it, yeah. My hair is everywhere. Yeah, true. I think hair just gets everywhere. You just can't. You, your little yeah. two inch strands ain't ain't really fucking showing up on the radar. <laughs> yeah, on the Richter. Um. Okay, so a few things. Uh few things out of my list to talk about. I wasn't planning on having Rob on. I was, I was planning on literally just being sprawled out naked on this couch mm. like one of your French girls <laughs> and uh, just really enjoying the vibe. But uh, we'll just get into it. Robbie and I have been, we've been getting slightly f- uh, cucked on the music scene, but it's coming along. Yeah. I mean, I mean, thing, things are chugging. Things are chugging. We I mean, are... Cup- we- <laughs> what? I I've just I yeah, I'm just trying to think of what cucking you're talking. Well, oh, wait. tell 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 me what cuckings you think I'm talking about and uh I'll I'll tell you which one. Okay, the um Cause there has been several cuckings. Uh the email? That was not the cucking I was talking about, but we can't talk about that. Okay. Um just getting We've been cucked in general. Just having to push back dates. Having to push back dates was the main cucking, but what was the second cucking as well? Um, I've been scammed, and you've been scammed in the last... Remember the the scam emails and the scam DMs? Oh, jokes. Yeah, the email. The email was funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the fucking the, the as much DM, of the cucking, but. damn guy. But uh, no, I got a. Oh, the DM. Yeah, yeah. Dude. You haven't spoken about that yet. Kay. That's funny. That's a funny story. Um, But yeah, we've been getting cucked. Uh, the, <laughs> the studio we booked two days last month to finish two songs. The only reason why we thought two days to finish two songs is because we finished one song in one day last year. But I guess. I don't know what the difference was. But we finished like two. We finished two half songs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and just, a little bit of what? Like we finished three quarters of one song and half of the other. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we weren't as efficient. Well, there was just more. It was just like the, there. There was more going on too. We we practiced a lot more for the other one. Um, but. Yeah. So simpler tones in the first. Like anyway, these ones. These ones have more complex tones, and just was more complex songs in general. And uh, so, which wouldn't be a big deal. We'd book another day, except the studio was booked for like sixty days straight, and you could like go somewhere else, but you can't really once you started. And uh, not to mention, we've been getting cucked for a year because of COVID having to like kind of push dates back, making it really hard for us to practice um, as well. And we finally got in after a year, and then this happens where now we have to wait again. We've tried to book night sessions. They said we can do night sessions, you know, to, to finish up the, the little details, get one song finished at least so we can get it out. But then the night sessions get canceled because the artist that has the studio booked is going late. And like now we're not in until the end of this month. Mm-hmm. And... It's a bit of a cucking, but you, 
you know, whatever. Um, Robbie and I have been good though, music wise. Like, we're just better people in this house. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I think what's what's Im- like a fundamental change that's been important is just um, recognizing our faults and when we're slipping. And we're just taking personal accountability. Yeah, personal accountability. I'm no longer in your business. Yeah. There's and, no, and I, th- I think that's working for us. Um, there's no, uh, we're we're both kind of partners in this, and and uh, I'd say before we were partners, but like I was just like, kind of like, just because of my entrepreneurial history and like my my breadth of experience and like, kind of self help and life design and like stuff like that, I was like on your business mm-hmm. all the time, like yo, maybe you should try this, maybe you should try that. And like you were having major accountability issues, and I I was like trying to help you figure it out, whilst I was also struggling with my own accountability issues on a different level, and it just created this weird like, I don't know, it just wasn't a fi- it wasn't a f- as effective. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best dynamic for us. So I mean, like we've we've just kind of updated and going with what works right yeah. now. So we, we just laid it out. We said let's move into this place. Let's build a studio. Let's take away every excuse for not making music. And the only excuse now I have for not making music is how much we have to pay to keep this place alive. But that is not a real excuse because I also have all the time in the world because it's COVID. And the only excuse right now is you're not making enough time. Yeah. Which is which is an excuse. And in that case, it's like, if you're not making the time, then like, then that's all on you. Then that's all on you. And And, what the fuck are you doing? And that's always been my argument. You'll always have bills. You'll always have stuff to do. If you don't make time for your dream, you'll never make it. There's no easy way to make time for your dream, especially when your dream is in the arts. Um, So it's been really cool living in this place. I've still been, no, no matter how much my routine goes up and down, I've still been getting up early every day, 6 a.m. with a few exceptions. Honestly, you count on one hand the times I break that. I've uh, been going on morning runs. I've been stretching and breathing and and working a lot. My routine is, discipline-wise, is kind of up in the air last couple of weeks. I've been trying to mix it up, looking for the answers on how to just apply because my morning routine's going so well, mm-hmm. when I like, I I don't even when I, I don't even worry about like I'm a night owl. I fell asleep at like nine forty five the other night, and I get up at six without even a a a, a whinge. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. Routine will literally change you. Action will literally mm-hmm. change you. I'm nailing the morning routine because there's no part of me that's questioning whether it's good or bad i love my morning runs dude i want that's something i wanted to talk about how much i'm loving my morning runs in our in our area the uh but the problem with the rest of my day is it's so hard to routine because work is like sporadic i have no idea how long it's going to take i have deadlines with my with my part-time job that it just fucks my day up and I don't know how to compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing with discipline is I don't know how to build discipline without routine. And if I blow through my routine to meet deadlines and commitments, then 
it's like 7 p.m. I'm exhausted and I haven't done my music routine yet. I haven't done my sales routine and comfort zone pushing routine. And I'm like, I don't know how to fucking deal with that. I haven't figured that out yet. But when it comes to routine that I can control, yeah, I'm I'm a much better person. Dude, yeah, I th- I th- I think the the discipline and foundational stuff comes from once you once you realize your or 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 you you start enjoying your routine, and then anything that's veering away from that, you don't like yourself, or it it irritates you, and that's. And that's kind of where your foundational level increases too, you know? Yeah. I got to figure it out. So that's why, that's why I sound perfect. It's, it's I like the, the fundamental principle that I, I stumbled upon recently, which is like routine and repetitive daily action is like just the key. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's fucking with it is the fact that I got bills and these people to report to and commitments you know, with my other businesses and shit where like I have to get something done and it kind of blows through things and I, I'm figuring it out. It's still, I'm, I'm still on the ups comparatively. Motivation-based Travis mm-hmm. was floundering in COVID because I have no motivation. There's nothing, literally nothing that excites me. I'm like this muted, not happy, not sad, borderline depressed guy locked in a house and if I didn't have a routine, I would float back into the same like rock bottom I was in last year, um, which I've talked about in detail. We don't need to talk about. Yeah, We're doing just comparatively so much better. Rob has been working um, like nine to five, never thought, you know, we never thought we'd be doing it this way. <laughs> working for the man. He's got a new job, in fact, but we won't, we won't go into details yet because he's got to get kind of some stuff sorted. I am on the other front, um, which I'll talk about in a sec because I want to go back to the music cucking. So, um, as we bounce around here, yeah, I uh, Robbie's been posting a lot on Instagram. He's been using hashtags, and it's getting a lot of attention from other people that use hashtags, aka bots, <laughs> comment bots, like bots, DM bots. Yeah. And I guess the bot community. I guess spammers as well, scammers. Yeah. And uh, so we get a little DM that flows through, and the guy goes, "Hey," and he like he he scrolled way down in our profile to one of my cover songs, me singing it. Was it? Uh, you're singing some random like "Fly Me to the Moon." Frank Sinatra. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, "I love this. I love the way you sing this." He, he said, "Can I pay you to write?" a song for my son's birthday coming up. Uh, I'll pay you 500 bucks. And I look at that like, okay, like I'll respond. It, yeah. It, it seemed legit because he scrolled through and he found this like post that he was way back. Followers. He followed 800 people. It, the account seemed somewhat real. You know, um, it, it wasn't like a like, uh, one of those, uh, like name names, bot. Yeah. names like underscore random number underscore some random other bullshit. Yeah, but it was a tad suspicious because yeah. he had one post. Yeah, so it it was a tad sus, but not uh like like enough like enough, you, enough you'd be like oh you know what okay let's play this one out see how yeah, it goes. I play, play it out and like that's why I said I was like it's a tad sus, but like what do I got to lose? Um, 
so I get back and I'm like, never done anything like this. I don't even know how to accept money like that online. But, you know, if you give me a little bit more details, like I'm sure I could I could give it a shot. And he said, yeah, like, you know, this is my son's name. It's his fifth birthday. You know, I, it it doesn't have to be a long song or a complex song. It can be a minute, but it just... We it just wanted to be your singing. We want you to to say his name at some point. Make it like special for him. It was like a real answer. It wasn't some like broken English. Like this is clearly a scammer from another part of the world, and and all that shit. And I was like, okay. I was like, I can do that. I can definitely do that. I was like, let me look into um, uh, setting up uh, a PayPal. So you can send yeah. me cash. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I, I was like, if you give me a deposit, so I know you're serious. I, I said exactly this. I was like, give me a deposit, so I know you're serious, and uh, I'll get to work. And he goes, yeah, no problem, cool. And I'm like, okay, this is like, I think this could be real. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where, this is where it's good to have a, a father <laughs> that knows his bullshit, and it takes me back to. Shout out my friends because they're still my friends. It's hilarious. I got sucked into a pyramid scheme and they sent me the message. Hey, man, got this great business opportunity for you. You got to come out to this hotel. It's a conference room just outside of Toronto and it's going to blow your mind. I got someone I want you to meet. And you hear that from a buddy and you're like, wow, okay. And you tell that to your dad and he goes, oh, that's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) And I go, what? And then he goes, oh, yeah. It's been around as old, a tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? I already said I'd go. And he's like, no, go. He's like, go. He's like, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I show up and it was a pyramid scheme. It was yeah. like 500 people in a conference room and it got the front like, do you want a Ferrari? Yeah, yeah. I got a Ferrari. <laughs> so classic. All you got to do is pay me 500 bucks and how it works. I've got some of those messages on LinkedIn recently. Yeah, it's great. It's like- It they, was fun. It was- they, you know, they, they, they send you paragraphs and paragraphs of- being like all this motivational stuff and like what you want and what you need and stuff, but they don't really tell you what they're mm. they're after at all. It's it's so it's like they they they're, they're so good at navigating around the yeah. actual destination Dude. that it, it, you get lost and you're like, okay, what did, what did I just read? And then you're like, you go back through and you're like, what? It's what, such a what, high what, pressure what, sales environment. Yeah, it was like okay. Just to, not to sidetrack too far, too fart. <laughs> Sorry, not to sidetrack too fart. Um, but yeah, so I, I show up and dude, I was wearing a fucking suit. Yeah, you wanted the Ferrari. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I show up and I, I'm in. It was also a nice day, and I was like, I was feeling businessy, and I was like, Dad, let me borrow your car. So I'm rolling out there, top down, in a sports car, going to do business in a suit. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I told my dad, I was like, listen, I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. But like, this could be a real deal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this could be the real fucking deal. And he goes, okay. He goes, go. Yeah. He goes, just, yeah. just, if they ask you for money and they don't give you any information and it looks like a pyramid scheme, yeah, you know, just don't give them any money. Yeah. Show up there. If conference. it quacks like a duck. Yeah. And, and it's always the same deal. Like I see my friends there and I'm like. Hey, my dad says this is a pyramid scheme. They're like, no, 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 no. You got to meet this guy. I know the top guy. Like, we're going to, I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Sit in the conference room. Do you want a Ferrari? Listen, everyone's going to say to you, this is a pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's a matrix. And they put up the matrix on the screen and it looked like and a shaped like pyramid. a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, 
and it's like how you make money is like this this and this and you get this many people below you and it funnels up and if you can get high up on the matrix yeah you know like you that's what you get like i made this much money and then he has like all these different people high up on the matrix i made this much money i made this much money and so i guess our friends were like friends of one of like the top producers and they're like, this is a guy I wanted you to meet, Travis. This guy's real smart because I was a president of the fraternity, so they knew like I was like, and I was I had run businesses. I was the entrepreneur, and like I guess I'm the guy that these pyramid schemes target. <laughs> yeah, this is the guy, and the guy's like, man, it's such a pleasure meeting you. Like I've heard such great things, and he's like, he goes, you know, I heard you got some questions, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm interested. I want to make money, big money guy, love it, want a Ferrari, ever does, everyone does, and I was like. <clears throat> Just a quick question. How many hours, you know, do I have to put in a week to make, you know, th- these amounts of money? You know, like just, I, I just need to get a ballpark. You know, I'm a busy guy. Like how many hours is it going to take? Like, did it take you or did it take somebody to hit a certain amount of money? And um, how much money can you make? And he goes, well, how much money do you want to make? And I was like, oh, you know, I don't, I, I don't really know. Like, um, I, I don't really know. Like, call it, like, how much money? I, I, I'll call it 10000 You know, if yeah. I want to make 10000 a month. How many hours do I, do I have to work to make 10000 a month? How many hours do you want to work? That's how he answers. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I need, like, like any sort of ballpark that doesn't really make sense. Like, like what just, like, what do I kind of have to do? And he goes, that's it. That's what it's all about. He goes, it's, it's what you make it. Yeah. It's what you want. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, do you guys have any sort of like, because uh, he's like, all you got to do is give me 500 bucks. I send you all these tools and it'll give you the answers. I'm like, great. I was like, is there anything you can send me before I send the 500 bucks that kind of lets me know what my <laughs> like, what my 500 is getting me? Like, and, and it just became, he became very angry. Mm-hmm. And he's like getting on my case right there. And I could tell my friends were like being like, yo, man, like chill out. Like to me, like I was doing something wrong. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I just want to fucking, I'm not going to give you 500 bucks. You haven't told me anything. Yeah, yeah. You haven't told me how many hours I generally Reasonable. No ballpark. No anything. They got like, it it just became like a high pressure breakdown. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm out of here. Fuck. I was like, I got out of there. And then like later my friends were like, sorry, like we got our money back. It was a pyramid scheme. We all got sucked into it. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so this guy's like, go back to the DM story. Uh, he, he, My dad, I'm telling my dad the story. And he's like, oh. He goes, this, uh, oh, sorry, I missed a part. So the guy goes, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm down to pay you a deposit. I'll pay you, I'll pay you 300 bucks up front and 200 bucks when you finish. He goes, but uh, he goes. I don't have. Uh, I don't want to do PayPal. Um, I can write you a check though. And immediately, like by my, my, that's when I started to get like, hmm, here it is, something's yeah, coming. Yeah. But he goes, no, no, no. He goes, I will send you a picture front and back of the check, and you'll be able to uh, deposit it virtually on your phone. You just hold your phone up to the picture; it will scan it front and back. And you can deposit it. Um, he's like, I just this is how I do business. Um, and I was like, okay, that actually that actually sounds like a thing. I could go with that. If he actually sends me a check mm-hmm. and it deposits, that's a thing. Um, <clears throat> as long as it cashes. 
So I'm sitting there and I'm telling my family this story. I think it was two weekends ago. And my dad goes, oh, he goes, that sounds like that check scam I heard about. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they give you a check or they send you money and it's more than they're supposed to send you. And they go, whoops, can you just send me the difference back? My bad. And then you send them the money back. Their, their check bounces. And um, I'm like, oh. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That sounds like a fucking scam. Yeah. And lo and behold, this guy, uh, he, he's like, hey, uh, ah, fuck. You know, I just talked to my money manager and the check I sent was for 3000 bucks, not for 300 bucks. He had me a real idiot to fall for this. And I was like, huh? I was like, okay. He's like, and the crazy thing is, is I can't get another check all month. I'm like, that sounds so real. stupid. Right. And, and he's like, he's like, you know what? He goes, that's just fine. I'll send it to you. I trust you. Um, you just send me back the difference. No, no. Tell him, tell him what he said. Oh. He, he's like, he's like, oh, people's music. So stupid. So stupid. Fucking idiot. People's music says a lot about them. Ha ha. Let me pull. I don't know why I, I don't just like, pull what? this stuff up. I'm trying to pull it up from my memory here. Like, it's like, what? Where is it? I can't remember. Did you delete it? <sighs> Did I? I think it was near the, no, it was on the other account. It was on the other account. Oh, this is my personal. Yeah, what yeah. am I doing? It was that that dust photo. Um, recent was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. I, feel, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. He goes, "Hey, Travis. So there's a little problem now. My assistant requested three thousand instead of three hundred to our manager, and now he processed a check. I'm like, how many? If, like, what? What kind of operation you got going on here? Your assistant, your manager for your five year old son's birthday party? Yeah. Like what? Um." To our manager, now he processed a check for that amount. It says we won't be able to. It says we won't be able to request another check from the account for another month. I'm trying to see what I can do. I'll get back to you as soon as I figure it out. Wow. Hey Thanks Travis, so I just spoke with my manager now. So apparently, it turns out there's nothing we can do about it. We've discussed about it and have come to a resolve. I can send you the check for three thousand. So I'll just pay you in full now. You deposit it with your app. Then you can send the balance to my manager through Zeal, Z-E-L-L-E. I've never heard of that app in my life, and I would never even type that into my phone, you fucking idiot. So he can put, unless it's real. <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs> so he can. So put, you will type it into your phone and yeah. check it out. <laughs> so he can put the money back in the account. I know you won't screw me over because people's music says a lot about them. Ha ha. At this point, I'm on like... I, I, I the second he sent that first message, I'm like later, later, Ashley, whatever his name was, loser. Um, but I'm like I for sure want him to send me the check. You, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, I just want to see, just to see it. I just wanted to see. Like I wanted to, I wanted to ride the scam out and be like, yeah. okay, yeah. Like I want to get whatever I can from him. So I was like, yeah, man, for sure. Send me that check over, boss. Uh, once it cashes, I'll send back the difference. And he goes, okay, I'll have to wait and see if I can work something out. And if it doesn't work out, I'll send you the check first thing Monday morning. Is that okay? I was like, for sure. I wanted the check because to the, at that point, yeah. I now know he's a scam. Yeah. But I'm like, where, where is the scam? Because I haven't given him any information. Yeah. 
I haven't sent him any money. No. He hasn't sent me anything. No. He hasn't asked me for anything. No. So I'm trying to figure out where the fucking scam is. So I, I'm like, I'm like, send me the check. Mm-hmm. I want to see if it cashes. But I also wanted to like cash the check. And then when he asked for the money, I'd be like, got your money. Ha <laughs> ha. Bitch. <laughs> because it would make it would make like a funny podcast story. Yeah. And then he'd be like, what the fuck? Are you screwed me over. I'm going to expose you. And I'd be like, when that check bounces- yeah, you scamming pieces suck my nuts. It's uh, like who who sends three thousand dollars to someone by accident? by check on Instagram. You have no idea. It's yeah. It's just it's the most ridiculous thing ever. At least like like, like come up with something come better. Somebody, that's what I'm saying. Like like I've been robbed before. Someone stole my credit card or debit card info and stole money from me. And there's nothing I do about it. And they didn't get caught. And I got my money back, and like, there's your cash. You did it. I'm not gonna fuck. I'm not gonna do this. Go after old people. Yeah. I'm not. Like, I, you I, gotta. I think there's. Um, uh, should, I say, should I send a message? Where's that check, dude? <laughs> yeah. Follow up with them. I th- I think in general, it's it's hard to trust random reach outs through instagram that that require an exchange of money because like i i told you about the one time i did something right i got reached out to on instagram no so um it was it was grolsch i believe like the beer company yeah and but it wasn't grolsch like the instagram account it was it was, it was some random person like from like erica.columbia at gmail.com no uh, no no it, it was it was on instagram it was a dm yeah and it, it was someone on their mark like this marketing company that had been hired to run this campaign with them and then like one of their people uh reached out to yeah. me and i i, I don't know like like you you come across some of these messages and i i, th- I think i think for the most part you can tell which ones are real and which ones are fake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so they were they were running this campaign and they wanted uh, like perspective or like insight on the bar scene in in Toronto, I think it was, or like um, th- they were trying to relate like their like target their beer towards artists or it, it was it was something along the lines of that, right? And Anyways, I ended up syncing up with them and what they wanted like an hour interview to talk about all all that stuff and um I ended up doing it and um they 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 paid me like 100 bucks but I I still felt kind of cuz like I did the interview and stuff and it seemed it's it, it all seemed like scammy. it all seemed no it all actually all seemed legit but then, like, I didn't get paid till afterwards, so I was like, "I was like, is is this a scam? But like, why would they be scamming and stuff? I, I don't know. There was like a sort of a level of uncertainty that 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 I remember it's not, having. It's not really a commerce platform. Like, there, it, yeah, there is right? no way to do a business deal and send money over it. Yeah, so it's it's like uh, it, it like you just got to trust them. So, anyways, I did it and it, and it worked out fine. And I should remember this. And they paid me a hundred bucks yeah. over, over PayPal, and it, it was it was fine. But like. I, I know there's like PayPal. Something weird about getting paid. Th- there's over just there's PayPal. something weird about it, and um, I don't know I th- like there c- there could be an idea there of 
establishing some sort of business or like payment connections online that like creates a level of trust in some way yeah for, for these random reach outs i don't know yeah like like some sort of like if you do x like the money gets because like the problem is is like influencers and shit there's there's all these stories of like influencers that have like the micro influencers like mm-hmm. five ten thousand fifty thousand i don't even know what micro is anymore um and someone with a company small business will be like hey i'll pay you like two three hundred bucks if you'll do like a couple posts and a story mm-hmm. and then the influencer says yep no problem the person will you know paypal them 200 bucks 300 bucks the influencer won't do it there's no real accountability yeah and the guy's like hey where's my post and like oh we'll get around to it get around to it and like weeks and months go by and like you can't really follow up because the influencer's saying oh we'll do it we'll do it i know is there is there an app out there that that sort of acts like an like a middleman there's middleman apps like paypal and cash app venmo but yeah there's but, no, but, like, but, they're, but they're yeah they're not really accountability like pa- paypal has a little bit of that i think paypal has some sort of like money back i know on on maybe, maybe i scammed or if you haven't if, used it enough but PayPal but, has, but, uh, but like but like something production. that that actually incorporates you know if you do x this person gets why. Yeah, no, not that I know of. Maybe a listener's got to let us know, which like it gets me to uh, the the next things I wanted to talk about, which is um, Rob's working a job. I'm still, um, I'm still figuring out cash and I'm on, I'm on the total like, like grind wave. Like, you know, the guy's like on my grind, like side hustle, whatever it takes money, <laughs> money never sleeps. I'm like becoming this guy and it's a guy I've never been before. I've never been money motivated uh, in my life. I've always been like, do what you want. Like nice to have money. I want money, but like do what you want. I want like for, for me, I've always like, I thought success is like just do what you want. Having that freedom. Like, I'd want more time. I'd want just my bills paid and have all the time in the world. than like have all the money in the world and be like my time locked up and my location locked up and shit. Yeah. It's, it's funny. You can be, money motivated but not money motivated at all yeah i'm more freedom motivated like i'm and money's a component of that yeah i'm i'm motiv- like for sure like who doesn't want like nice things or being able to afford like like whatever they want to afford but dude the people that are actually out there grinding like they're motivated by money it's i don't know it's it's a different it's Let a different mindset a if you're someone someone offers you 60 grand a year. And in order to get that 60 grand, you only have to work 10, 15 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And it can be from anywhere. And you have the rest of your time to do whatever the fuck you want. Or you can make $200,000 as an investment banker working 80 hours a week. Yeah. What, what, what would you rather? I'd probably take the the sixty because time is valuable. Yeah, and what what could you do with the rest of your open time at whatever you want it? Whatever you, you want, you can make yeah. more money too. Yeah, and and what's crazy is that sounds like that sounds like a fanatical uh, situation. Like oh, like sixty grand for ten to fifteen hours of work, and I would agree if there wasn't people doing it everywhere, every fucking where I look, there's someone passively making. Two to three to four grand a month doing fucking random, like whether it's um, 
Bitcoin mining, trading, um, property. Like they, they've, you know, they got an income property or two. And I, and I know that there's complexities to setting any of that shit up, but but there's also tons of other ways to make passive income or even semi-passive income, like drop shipping and Facebook ads and sales funneling or selling an ebook or children's book. And I'm not saying I'm going to do any of these like really generic ones, but those are ones I've heard of. And if there's people doing it, that means there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I read a book about it. It was, it was my first self-help book, Four Hour Work Week, which talked about passive income. And it's where the idea even popped in my head. But it, it, the reason why that book was my first book that ever clicked with me is because I like that book more than the one that's like, um, <clears throat> do you want a million? Do you want ten million? Do you want right? You want a hundred million? Like. Like, let's go. I'm like, no, I just want to like, I want to fucking have my bills paid, be able to afford a few of the finer things. You know, it's at 60 grand a year. I, I don't know what the stat is, whether it's 60 or 80 grand a year, but like it's whereas like above which you don't even get like happier from money. <laughs> like there's some, there's some like statistical threshold, but whatever, 60, 80 grand is a lot of fucking money if you don't have to work 60 to 80 hours a week to get it. Mm-hmm. 50, 60 grand when you don't have a family is more than enough to have a nice car, nice motorbike, take some vacations, nice clothes, good place to live, eat well, live well. And you could probably even make less than that if uh, if you didn't want to live so well. Um, and like, I don't even know if it's possible, but I'm on this wave where like I want to figure it out. And I want to like be that like weirdo that like I'm going to look into Bitcoin mining. I'm, look, I'm just going to look into every income strategy, like side hustle grind strategy and pick one. Uh, and which is why I'm saying it on the pod, because if anyone listening to this pod knows somebody that does this, so somebody's weird brother that makes <laughs> like, three to four thousand dollars doing something whack like trading pokemon cards or like uh digital marketing or crypto or whatever i want to just let me know because i just want to pick their brain i want to know how how viable it is you know like how many hours of research or work do that like maybe they can help me get started um i want to figure out a way where i can I'm already making a certain amount of money, but I need to make a little bit more to be comfortable where I'm at. But also I need it to be semi-passive because I don't have much more time to give because I have to do music and all the pod and all the stuff we got to do. So I'm throwing it out there on the pod. I wanted to get that in there. Um, My list keeps going away. What were we talking about right before I got into that? We were talking about Instagram reach outs. Mm. Yeah, so um, let me know. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, though, was the uh, speaking of social media. Uh, I talked about recently, I think I said on the podcast, I maybe didn't, but one of, one of my TikToks finally went viral. <laughs> and uh, what was funny to me, and the only reason I'm bringing it up because I might have already brought it up already is because... Um, they were calling me in the comments Dollarama Chad Kroger. <laughs> so good. Uh. 
Dollar Tree Chad Kroger, discount Chad Kroger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every type of variation of Chad Kroger. And I was I, seeing a trap. I, I was seeing a trap. People just love an opportunity to chirp Nickelback or compare someone to Chad Kroger or uh, some sort of variation of that. It's just, it's, it's the low hanging fruit always. But I, I was dying, man. Like I couldn't stop. Every, like yeah. the, the, cause it, it, it is, it's funny. There was it's a bunch funny. of iterations. Um, the other thing I noticed is, so this, this video, I have, I had 75 followers on TikTok to put it in perspective. Yeah. How many 75. followers do you have now? 175. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Say, dude, same. I had, I had one video. Uh, or I, I mean, I posted a couple of videos, but I have a hundred followers now. I had, I had zero followers. But, but what's crazy though is TikTok is a platform where your followers don't dictate your views. No. They really help when you get much, much bigger. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's something the brains behind TikTok were, were like, like that's definitely something they, they dreamt of. Like, yeah, you know, they're like, let's, you know, let's disrupt the whole social media space. Like, you know, followers means likes, like, let's do it differently. Dude, whatever they're doing, it is shaking up the space. Um, and I, I'm finally happy just to have one go, go up there because- how many views is that now? Sorry, am I, am I interrupting your story? In no, the, the flow of your story. No, no. Okay, one hundred and fifteen thousand views. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good. My and, and my my video fifteen thousand likes. I I don't remember the 15, exact thousand. Yeah, that's, was, that's pretty good. It was like last time I checked, it was at thirteen thousand. So I'm guessing uh, guessing somewhere around there. Um, What's funny though is Liv's video got like half a million views. No, it's like closing in on eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah, and uh, she's got like ten thousand plus followers. Yeah. So the the quality of content also really determines. I didn't get a lot of people commenting or following me because it was like a gimmicky thing. I actually just threw a cigarette, like a trick shot. Yeah. Into my mouth, and it was funny because you were playing guitar in the background, and I I threw it in the wrong way, and you were like, "Wrong way, dude." Yeah. And um, I was genuinely shocked because it was a mis- it was like a fluke. I just like flicked the cigarette and it just shot, flipped into my mouth. Um, so it wasn't really like a personality, like follow thing. But what was funny to me is a lot of the comments were like, here before it goes viral, how is this not viral yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, like here before it goes viral. I had 100,000 views. <laughs> and I'm like, look at it, I'm like, this, this is, is viral. viral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, this is fucking viral. And I was like, I was like, what the what is this skewed version of viral now? Like they're like, yeah. here before it gets viral, like, oh, someone's gotta blow this up. And my comments back were like, I have seventy five followers. This yeah. is this is viral. Yeah. This is as viral as I've ever been. I was like, how vi- how much more viral does this need to go? Yeah. And has has the action on that video trickled out into other videos on your page? Not at all, and and not not really into I guess followers. It's our page. It's our page. Yeah, it's on the John Famos. Um, um, but I just thought it was I thought it was funny to uh, to bring those comments up. Dollar Tree Chad Kroger, let me know what you think. <laughs> I I I mean I've always fucked with Nickelback. I've I've never been a Nickelback hater in my life. Yeah, I, they 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 write hits like. 
anyone who picks at low hanging fruit like that without a real reason, like I pick, I pick apart bands like a wall nation or imagine dragons. <laughs> like there's real bands out there that produce shit. Yeah. Nickelback never produced shit. I, I honestly, I was watching, I was watching some of their live concert footage the other day. I'm like, they sound pretty fucking good. Like which one, AWOL or Imagine? Or no, no, Nickelback. No, Nickelback's a real deal. Yeah, they're they're the real deal. Yeah, they're pop rock and they kill it. Yeah, and and, and Creed, Chef's Kiss, <laughs> like fucking. Well, there's other bands out there that I like. Whatever they play, I reference all the time on on like the Good Life playlist of rock and pop and EDM. Is those bands suck? Yeah. Um. But yeah, anyway, wanted to bring up my one viral TikTok. I kind of got a dopamine rush from it, but then immediately was not gratified by it and did not want to make any more TikToks and like was like, fuck this. But now that's settled. It's, it's weird. Um. Yeah, I mean, keep plugging along. You know why it's it, like, it discouraged me? Why? Because it was the dumbest least effort video. <laughs> it's like you put so much effort into all these videos before, and then like one little flick, one little fun little stupid yeah. shit, and like it was whoa. Yeah, so it's like that. That's that's why you always got to be filming. You know what would have went viral? What is that video of me smashing? Oh my god, skateboarding. That would have been. Should I put your flip face plant on TikTok? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, put that on the page. Okay, I'll dig that up. And okay. then and then put on the kayaking one too when I disappear. Let's see if that gets any Dude, I okay, for, we have content, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look back through so I was for all the listeners out there, we're getting the end here, but um I was looking back through my archive stories. Yeah. I was just like it's like me in quarantine, dude, is this existential like puss bag. Like it's just I'm like always mopey. I'm like, mmm what's going on and like i'm like looking back through my stories and i'm i'm like i used to live such an awesome life and like i was looking at all our content a year later because i we almost had no like other than music promotion like no content for like a year and like time with family like thanksgiving dinner um i was looking back and i was like we did cool shit we had cool content, vibey stuff, parties, social, fucking dirt bikes, motorcycles, cars, rock concerts, um, hanging out, cottage weekends, surfing, like everything under the sun. And I was like, where was TikTok then? Like TikTok only became a huge thing when I've been locked in a house. Yeah, because I think when I first... It was musically. It was this weird, shitty, like, kids pet and pedophile site only. <laughs> my Like, the first TikTok stuff that I was seeing was beginning of quarantine was people just lip syncing. Yeah, it sucked. Right? Dude, it was, it was it the was, it was lamest. Lip, it was a lip syncing app. It was the lamest app. A year ago. It, well, two years ago or whatever, it, it, it switched from Musical.ly, which was a lip-syncing app. Yeah. Which I thought, was when someone explained Musical.ly to me, yeah. and like it was like the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world, I was like, get on Musical.ly. It's yeah. a new app. It's blowing up. People becoming celebrities on Musical.ly. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, I'm a singer, and I write music, and I'm way <laughs> too fucking cool to be on with these 12-year-olds lip-syncing over. Look how 
dumb these kids look. Like, look how dumb they look, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Now these kids are millionaires. Yeah. Look how dumb I look. Yeah. I'm sitting in a fucking loner yeah. couch <laughs> that I banged up my like. It's it always happens that way, and I I think I've finally learned my lesson where it's just like. If something's blowing up, it's blowing up for a reason. Yeah, and just and you're not better than it. Bite on it just early. Bite on it early. But so, and I would. This has been my recurring thing. It's like when I was doing cool. I've been doing cool shit my whole fucking life, undocumented. Yeah. Where was TikTok when I was flying planes? When I was in a frat? When I was starting businesses? When I was tra- doing crazy road trips through the states? Going to. F- Mexico and Dominican and these trips around the world, like I would have pillaged these kids that think they're sick on TikTok <laughs> with their dangly earrings yeah. and they're like beef and they're like pretty boy aesthetic. Yeah, like I would have dangled them. I was playing hockey and like it's it's a, it's doing the same things. it's the same um it's it's the same two cents like uh like older older generations of guys. Talking about how easy, uh, how easy we've got it now, like with with phones and social media and, and stuff about about getting girls. Like you've probably had this comment made to you about oh, oh like getting girls, you know, like yeah, like oh, if, if I had the technology and stuff back in the day, like you guys got it so like you've obviously had someone made that comment to you. Yeah, I've never really thought too deeply about it. Yeah, the, no, I'm not saying these kids have it easier than us because they have it way harder than us. You know how hard it is to be like these like like gender fluid TikTok boys, pretty boys, like with real drama and beef compared to how easy it was to be like a guy who like bought his clothes at Walmart and like didn't know about fashion until maybe I still don't know about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like yeah. being a being like a the traditional stereotype of a guy was easy easy street. Like these these kids now have perms and like makeup. And, and earrings yeah and like worry about aesthetic at like 16 yeah and like have like beef with other guys over girls and like they're they're like movie they're like teen movie characters they grew up with instagram so they're really looks focused they're hyper they're so self-conscious no these like the tiktok generation below us and the kids that grew up with instagram they they are a mental like i do not envy them but I always thought like that generations kind of above me were cooler. I always thought older guys were cooler. And like this is like I think the TikTok generation does not think older people are cooler than them. But I'm here to say that we fucking are. <laughs> like, like without a doubt. Like I, I I I've never met one. Yeah. But from what I can tell, all my boys are cooler than you. <laughs> and that's an objective opinion. <laughs> yeah, like, objectively cooler. Um, yo, yo, last thing, last thing. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap it up, this was kind of jokes. Um. Well, I, I mean, you read the email, but <laughs> so, so we, I reached out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, should, should I tell the story quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so one, one of one of our friends got a grant and he's like we use this grant writing service reach out to them you know they're, they're he said they're a little more selective because they have uh 
um, like, like, like they don't ask for fees up front or whatever. So I'm like, we want this grant <laughs> to like show us, show us to the right people. So anyways, I, I reached out to this grant writing or they're not they're like they, they help write grants, but they're like a management company or whatever. Anyways, the guy nicely, uh, nicely gets back mm. as, I'm which sh- I respect. I, I respect. Yeah. I hate the no response, man. It, it totally because it was it was like a generic email, like info at so and so or whatever. And I'm like, uh, the guy, the guy even said to me in in our brief email exchange, like, I don't like to let emails sit in the in the inbox, or whatever. Like, I respond to everything. I'm like, you know what? Good, like, good dick on you. Yeah, good dick. Um. Anyways, <laughs> uh. The guy, the guy, the the general consensus of his email, he's like, John Famos has, or one of the lines he said was, John Famos has well under a 5% chance of getting this grant. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, oh, I don't know what movie he's from, but like, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I got that. I looked at that. I'm like, so you're, you're telling me there's, there's a, a chance? chance. <laughs> like, we know, we know the odds are stacked. Yeah. Like, we know it's a fucking impossible dream. Yeah. We're not delusional about it, but it also we know that if we don't go for it, our chances of getting it are zero. Yeah. 5%? Yeah, but like, yeah. Is his, it, is his opinion on this one grant? His, his opinion? I'm like, you know what? Appreciate the honesty. Like he broke down some stuff. Like five. It was, it was, five. It, was it was stuff that he he was like, listen, based on where you are right now, and it was nothing to do with our music, which I find hilarious nowadays. It's nothing to do with the music. Yeah. He, he wasn't like I listen to your songs and I just don't hear it. He he literally just looked at our numbers, followers, yeah. streams. Yeah. Are we managed? Have we been on anything big? What's your team? It's funny that the last thing they actually look at is the music. The music's the bare minimum. They look for social identifiers. They they look of success. Yeah, it's it's because because I mean I think it's comparable to like you you looking at you like musically and being like oh this isn't going to be anything but it is something yeah and it's like so who are you to judge it so it and it's the same but, in that but, sense yeah, i don't think he was judging us he was just saying where you are right now no i'm, I'm not i'm not talking about him personally oh, okay. I'm, I'm just i'm just saying that like you know not uh i th- I think people are more interested in like 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 numbers like they can gauge interest mm-hmm. it's it's not so much anr's being like oh this person's going to be huge unless they're they're like like actually and, and you know, like, a, a, like actually like, an A&R like Justin Bieber's or something or like, yeah, like actually an A&R like, or something that's the thing about most it's, A&R's is that they're it, not actually fucking finding talent they're finding successful people they're, that they're are finding unmanaged. successful people already that have the numbers and stuff and they're like oh people are liking this like I don't really care about the music you, you know it's like this is a way to make money and yeah. like people like it so it must be good yeah exactly um, no which is which is which is jokes and like the, to put it in perspective we already wrote this grant ourselves um, Robbie put together a grant application last year and we submitted two of our, you know, n- not our best songs cause we just no. didn't really know much about the grant and, uh, we scored very highly. Um, we were, we scored an 80 and you needed an 86 to get the grant. And he said that 
he said the difference between 80 and 86 is big. Mm-hmm. He's like a, lo- a lot of, he said he's never submitted an artist that's gotten less than 80, but they are a grant writing service that submits top tier artists. Yeah. So I think like, like I was reading the email, which comes across as like a tough love, like honest email. Yeah. as like very positive. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I, 5% chance. I used to think our chance of getting this grant was one in a thousand. I was like, how the fuck are we ever going to get this grant? You know, now it's one in 20 or whatever. One in one in 400. What? Or wh- whatever it is between what? 5%. Isn't that, isn't that a 20th? Oh, yeah, I guess 20. so. But I mean, I guess we're, we're fighting for a spot amongst yeah, well, three to 400 other people. Yeah. Everyone who scores above that gets it. Yeah. And and he basically said what we needed to do, which we know what we need to do. And our summer plan revolves around all the funny business. We have a baseline of music that we're going to put out. All the writing, the content, the baseline, we're just going to pump out with routine and we're going to put our fun energy into it. But um, we've done that work. We've written the songs. We ha- we've had a year out of studio and we'll keep writing more, but like we've done that work. We're going to... We're going to kind of work on the bullshit. I want to get on the radio. I want to get TikTok famous. I want to get some streams, whether we have to fucking S some Ds out there. Mm-hmm. We'll get these numbers. And then when we when we go to write the application in October, we know exactly what we need, which is which is a great start. But yeah, he, he, he rained on our parade a little bit. Rained on our parade, yeah. Sad, sad John Famous over here. <laughs> Nothing goes our way. 5%, yep. Uh, well under 5%. Well under, yeah. Well under. We'll, we'll show you well under 5%. I can't wait. Uh, can't wait to dude, show them what 5% looks like. I'm I'm really liking that I'm becoming like competitive and petty and like I I was too balanced. It's it's almost to a fault. When I got my head injuries, I realized I became like almost Buddhist. I was like nothing's really important. Your health is important. Friendships, you know, doing what you love. And as my health has slowly, slowly, steadily gotten better, I'm like, I want to beat this loser that I don't like at life. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to prove my ex's dad that I'm somebody. <laughs> you know, I want to like fucking, I want to be like petty. I want to take this guy yeah. and be like, 5%, look at me now. Like, I, I want to yeah. be, I want to have money in the bank so I can, I can. Oh, we're gonna get that grant next year. We're gonna get that fucking grant. We're gonna be sitting here next year. Yeah, with that grant. I'm gonna get on the radio. These songs are going to pop, not because they're good, but because we make some TikTok kids think we're important. And that's what's really important. Not to chirp TikTok so much because I I am on it all the fucking time. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And not to chirp those kids just because I think cooler is also like to your generation we're not cooler than you. But objectively, we are. <laughs> like, like, I, I, I'm trying to think of one example of, of how I can prove it. Oh, this is something why I think uh, this is like a, a, of all time thing. At that age, you don't know enough to be cool. When we were that age, we weren't cool either. Does, does that make sense? I'm not saying our generation is cooler than them like purely based on like one-to-one. When we were 21, I was also not like, you're just young. 
and you're dumb. And there's a perfect age, and it's around it's around where we're at. There's like a little bit of a window, depending on when you peak, where your brain's developed. You still look young. Mm-hmm. Your body's good. Your face looks good, but your mind's kind of there. But you also have money, but you've also been through some shit, and like, and life hasn't jaded you too much. And if it wasn't for COVID, I think we'd be fucking peaking right now. Like, we were on a good, we were on dude, a good run. We're having for, fun, man. Yeah, we we're having fun. We we're playing lots of shows. We were, we were doing good. And let's just, let's just use the time that we got right now. Bunker down, Bunker dummy down. some TikTok kids in the new yeah. year. Yeah, in, in the summertime, get the bodies going well. I'm meal prepping. Would recommend it. It's the best, <laughs> honestly, and working out, getting ready for the summer, music, muscles, motorcycles, booze, babes, bottles, uh, music, fame, fortune, everything. It's all coming, hopefully. This has been another episode of Almost Famous. Thanks for, thanks for hopping on, Rob. Yeah. And uh, see you next week. See you next Rock Tuesday. Easy. When I never think it this week, how the fuck did it start? Did you ever believe in me? Was it always so hard? Tell me how I can do this thing. Tell me how I can help this thing go easily. Cause I'm trapped.